The Successful Servant Leader Podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Hey, SSL fam, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the SSL movement. Give yourself a pat on the back for intentionally choosing to be a part of this conversation that will surely help all of us level up spiritually, professionally, and personally. Now, if you're new here, welcome. Okay, welcome. Go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you're listening on. You will for sure get a fresh episode on either the wealthy place, healthy behavior change, and so many other topics every single week. So before we hop on in, I want to say happy new week. I pray that your last week was off the chain. And if it wasn't, let's do what we can together to make sure that this week is. Let me go ahead real quick and spill our tea for this week. And the only thing that I have for you guys is just to invite you to join me on my weekly prayer call. I have been doing a weekly prayer call since the middle of 2019, if not the beginning, and I haven't missed a week yet. So if you'd like to join me in prayer once a week, the access information is laid out for you in the show notes. It's every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also, a quick little shameless plug, if you aren't following me on social media, make sure that you go ahead and do that as well. Not only do I have weekly podcast episodes, but we also have weekly vlogs. We have Tea with Tori that is every single Thursday, and we have Wednesday Word that is every single Wednesday. So if you want to be in on all of that, make sure that you also hit that link in the show notes and you join the tribe outside of just the podcast. Now, on to today's topic. As you guys can see, the title of today's episode is January Declarations. And every single month, at least for the past six months, I have posted declarations on my Instagram feed for that month. And so with our January Declarations Our first episode for this year, if you haven't listened to that yet, make sure that you go back and check that out. But our topic this year, at least my topic and what God gave me as the focus of for this month and most likely the focus of the rest of this year is restoration. Now, like I said, for an in-depth conversation on the topic of resetting and restoring, make sure that you go and check out that episode. It's literally two episodes before this one, but I really want to talk about the declarations that I posted on Instagram because I think that not only should I have just posted them that one time, but 
we need to go over them again so that we understand what we're truly walking into and the power that you really have so that you can take a hold of this new year in partnership with God in every single area of your life, whether it is you want a raise or whether it is you're starting a new business or you want, you know, an increasing in your social platforms, whatever it is that you know is in alignment with what God wants you to do. I want you to get these declarations down packed. Okay. So the first declaration is I declare that this is my year of restoration. Very simple, very to the point. I declare that this is my year of restoration. Declaration number two, even though I may not see it yet, I know that God is faithfully working within my life. Even though I may not see it yet, I know that God is faithfully working within my life. And number three, this year, I am choosing to walk by faith and not by sight. This year, I am choosing to walk by faith and not by sight. And so my reference scripture for these declarations. Now, if you go back to my Instagram, you'll see that every single declarations post has scripture to either back it up or to just further encourage you. But my reference scripture is Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 11. And I don't want to just read verse 11 with you. I kind of want to read the whole scripture with you. If that's okay with you, I hope it's okay with you. So I'll be reading from the New Living Translation as usual because I love the fact that they give us titles to every single section and every single chapter. And so the title for this section, chapter 36, the whole entire chapter is Restoration for Israel. Not a coincidence at all. And so I'm going to read through verse by verse. But what y'all got to understand is, you know, that Israel and God have been in a fighting match. Like Israel is God's child. And at this point, Israel is like a teenager, a rebellious teenager who just keeps on messing up and messing up and messing up. Like they just cannot get it right. You guys know I shared with you last week and I think the week before that I am reading through the Bible this year. And so starting with Genesis, of course, God is just so good to his people. And for whatever reason, they just cannot get it right. And so reading back from Genesis has just been amazing. And I encourage you to do it too. And if you want to, the link is in the show notes, but let's start with verse one. Son of man, prophesy to Israel's mountains. Give them this message. O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Your enemies have taunted you, saying, Aha, now the ancient heights belong to us. Therefore, son of man, give the mountains of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. Your enemies have attacked you from all directions, making you the property of many nations and the object of much mocking and slander. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of, of the sovereign Lord. He speaks to the hills and mountains, ravines and valleys, and to ruined wastes and long deserted cities that have been destroyed and mocked by the surrounding nations. 
This is what the sovereign Lord says. My jealous anger burns against these nations, especially Edom, because they have shown utter contempt for me by gleefully taking my land for themselves as plunder. Therefore prophesy to the hills and mountains, the ravines and valleys of Israel. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am furious that you have suffered shame before the surrounding nations. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I have taken a solemn oath that those nations will soon have their own shame to endure. But the mountains of Israel will produce heavy crops of fruit for my people, for they will be coming home soon. See, I care about you and I will pay attention to you. Your ground will be plowed and your crops planted. I will greatly increase the population of Israel and the ruined cities will be rebuilt and filled with people. Here's verse 11. I will increase not only the people, but also your animals. O mountains of Israel, I will bring people to live on you once again. I will make you even more prosperous than you were before. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Verse 12, I will cause my people to walk on you once again, and you will be their territory. You will never again rob them of their children. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The other nations taunt you, saying Israel is a land that devours its own people and robs them of their children. But you will never again devour your people or rob them of their children, says the sovereign Lord. I will not let you hear those nations insult you, and you will no longer be mocked by them. You will not be a land that causes its nation to fall, says the sovereign Lord. Then this further message came to me from the Lord. Now this is Ezekiel, right? It says, Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by the evil way they lived. To me, their conduct was as unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. They polluted the land with murder and the worship of idols. So I poured out my fury on them. I scattered them to many lands to punish him before the evil way they had lived. But when they were scattered among the nations, they brought shame on my holy name. For the nation said, these people are the people of the Lord, but he couldn't even keep them safe in his own land. Then I was concerned for my holy name, on which my people brought shame among the nations. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. I am bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I am doing it to protect my holy name on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. I will show how holy my great name is, the name on which you brought shame among the nations. And when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, says the sovereign Lord, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. For I will gather you up from all the nations and bring you home again to your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decree and be careful to obey my regulations. And you will live in Israel the land I gave your ancestors long ago. You will be my people and I will be your God. I will cleanse you of your filthy behavior. I will give you good crops of grain and I will send no more famines on the land. 
I will give you great harvest from your fruit trees and fields, and never again will the surrounding nations be able to scoff at your land for its famines. Then you will remember your past sins and despise yourselves for all the detestable things you did. But remember, says the sovereign Lord, I am not doing this because you deserve it. Oh, my people of Israel, you should be utterly ashamed of all you have done. This is what the sovereign Lord says. When I cleanse you from your sins, I will repopulate your cities and the ruins will be rebuilt. The fields that used to lie empty and desolate in plain view of everyone will again be farmed. And when I bring you back, people will say, this former wasteland is now like the Garden of Eden. The abandoned and ruined cities now have strong walls and are filled with people. Then the surrounding nations that survive will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruins and replanted the wasteland. For I, the Lord, have spoken and I will do what I say. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am ready to hear Israel's prayers and to increase their numbers like a flock. They will be as numerous as the sacred flocks that will fill Jerusalem's streets at the time of their festivals. The ruined cities will be crowded with people once more and everyone will know that I am the Lord. Now, I definitely invite you to go back and read that for yourself. That was Ezekiel chapter 36, the New Living Translation. And it sounded like to me, God was pretty much fed up. I don't know, y'all. You guys let me know how it sounded like to you. God was pretty much fed up, so much so that even when they were exiled from their own land and scattered among the nations, that they were still so much full of shame that the places in which they were inhabiting, which were not their homeland, they were mocking them and they were in turn mocking their God. And so God was like, yeah, let me just bring y'all back. Let me bring y'all back, okay? And I'll clean you. I'll change your heart. I'll change your mind. I will cleanse you and I'll renew you. I will restore Israel to my vision of what is supposed to be. And I am hoping that in the restoration of you in your land will help you stay on the path that is good and not evil. Because mind you, we all still have free will. Once Adam and Eve disobeyed God and they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, that is when the knowledge of good and evil came into play. And from that point, God had already made the earth into what he had made it to. So once they had this knowledge of good and evil, it couldn't be unturned. It just couldn't be unturned. And so since it could not be unturned, regardless of what God wanted the people to do and the rules that God gave the people, they still have free will to choose, which is why we have the pinnacle names, the pinnacle people, the pioneers, <laughs> the pioneers that we have in the Bible. So Abraham, Noah, um, Isaac, Jacob, David, we have those ones who specifically decided to keep God first in their lives. And so God was able to bless them. And reward them for their faithfulness. And so my main point for you guys today is even when we look at the stories of David, right? Even when we look at the story of Moses, Moses never made it to the promised land, right? 
David completely messed up when he decided to kill his mans on the battlefield for his man's wife. Like, even though God had these specific people to carry out his plan and his purpose, they still had the free will to choose. And so what I'm bringing to you today is to be conscious of that free will, to be conscious of what God has delivered you from, be conscious of what he has brought you out of, be conscious of the way that he has saved you and be conscious of the way that he has kept you and blessed you and your family. And so as you look and you know, speak these decrees over your life. You know, I declare that this is my year of restoration. And even though I may not see it yet, I know that God is faithfully working within my life. And last but certainly not least, I declare that this year I am choosing to walk by faith and not by sight. Please keep in mind that the enemy is going to tempt you. The enemy is going to throw whatever he can at your way to make you want to make decisions opposite of what God's will is. He's going to want you to make decisions opposite of what is going to get you to your promised land. He's going to want you to make decisions opposite that is going to keep you from your purpose, basically. That this is just his plan. Like from the beginning, he did it with Adam and Eve. What makes you think he will not continue to do it with us? And so even though God is like, I'm completely fed up with y'all, like you should be ashamed of yourselves. I am still going to restore you because you are my people. You are my people and I love you. And all you got to do is be obedient. All you got to do is read my word. All you got to do is stay faithful to me and I will in turn be faithful to you. He closes it out with, they will be as numerous as the sacred flocks that fill Jerusalem streets at the time of her festivals. The ruined cities will be crowded with people once more and everyone will know that I am the Lord. Because the main purpose here is for the world to know who the real Lord is, for the world to know who the real God is. And if God's own people is continuing to do shameful things, how is this ever going to be known? And so no matter what you have done, because we have all fallen short of the glory of God, we have all sinned. This is for all of us, Jews and Gentiles alike, okay? We have all sinned. And what I want you to know is God is like, this is the year. This is the year of restoration. This is what I want to do in your life so that you can be the light that I've called you to be in the world so that you can be that influence that I've called you to be in the world so that you can be that thought leader that I've called you to be in the world so that you can be that that intercessor and that kingdom entrepreneur that that I've called you to be in the world and when I put you on these platforms when I put you in these places and it doesn't mean you're going to be on a huge platform because I don't even know what I'm going to do right like it doesn't mean you're going to be on a huge platform it just means that God is going to put you in a position so that you can be this bearer of light in a place that is so dark and in a place that looks at darkness like it is light. And instead, he wants you to be that person to be like, yeah, she did all these things, but God restored her. Yeah, all these things happened to her and she made these decisions, yet God restored her. Ezekiel 36 verse 11 says, I will increase not only the people, but also your animals. 
O mountains of Israel, I will bring people to live on you once again. I will make you even more prosperous than you were before. So if you thought you was prosperous in 2021 and 2020, he said he's going to make you even more prosperous than you were before. If you thought you were prosperous back in your prime in your 20s, if you're not in your 20s no more, he's going to make you even more prosperous than you were before. If you thought you were prospering as a child and now your adult life is just not what you could have ever imagined, he's going to make you more prosperous than you ever thought that you ever were before. No matter what point in your life where you thought you were prospering, he can go exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever think ask for or imagine and so that is what I want to encourage you with today that no matter what you have done God wants to restore you but in this passage in this chapter Ezekiel 36 he, he's reminding the people like you should be ashamed of yourself you should be ashamed of yourself and that shame is not for you to walk around with guilt on your shoulders and shame on your shoulders but to be a reminder to not do those things again but to be a reminder to do your best to be the better person the better version of you that you can be we talked about this in the last episode or the episode before that where I saw people saying you know this is not a new year new me I am the same me and it's like no matter what like no matter how much of a goody a goody two shoe you are, if you have if you're still a virgin, if you have been celibate for the last year, two years, three years, ten years, there is still room for you to be a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. I watched church this morning and the pastor was basically talking about there is always going to be room for God to bless you even more than you thought you were already blessed. Like, and it was just an eye opener for me to not get complacent because that's going to be a whole nother topic that we're going to talk about, but to not get complacent like, oh yeah, God has blessed me. He brought me out of these things. He's just been so great. I'm good where I'm at. No. There is another level of glory that God wants to take you to because he wants you to be that light. He calls us, he has called us all to be that light. And so that is my encouragement for you today. Our January 2022 declarations are our actual declarations for the entire year of 2022. So I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. If it was and you learned something or you got a revelation or you was just like, yes, honey, make sure that you share this with somebody else. OK, share this podcast with someone else. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and I will see you guys back here. Same time, same place for another episode of the Successful Servant Leader podcast.